The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, my friend. Welcome to episode 101 here on the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Today is the first day of fall as I record this episode, and I am thinking of all you homeschoolers who are starting a new year. Have you just begun your homeschooling year? Has it been less than stellar (laughs) or even a huge flop? Well, I want you to know, first of all, you are not alone. It can take some time for everyone to settle into a new routine, a new rhythm. We had lots of years in my family that got off to a rough start. I would have these really high hopes and be excited for a new year. But then when it came down to it, those early days were often challenging. Whether you're new to homeschooling or have been on this journey for a while now, you need to know that transitions can be rocky and they always seem to last longer than we expect them to or than we think they should. So here in this episode, I want to offer you some beginning of the homeschool year encouragement that we all need to hear sometimes. Here are some ideas for what you can do when the start of your homeschool year isn't all sunshine and roses. First of all, let's just acknowledge there are so many things that can derail us in a homeschooling day, especially at the beginning of a homeschool year. Perhaps you're not quite ready with your plans Or you wake up and discover you forgot to get that one book at the library, or someone in your family is sick, or you're getting a lot of resistance and pushback from one of your kids. 
or you on your very first day, perhaps you had a challenging phone call before you even began. So many things can throw us off track. And when they do, when the beginning of a new homeschool year isn't great, we have a tendency to think homeschooling is going to be a disaster all year. And maybe this was a bad idea to begin with. Kind of like, what was I thinking? (laughs) In fact, we can even plummet into all or nothing thinking so quickly that we don't even realize it's happening. We don't even recognize it. There's even a term for this. All or nothing thinking is a common type of what's known as cognitive distortion. This simply means that your thinking has gotten all twisted around and is based on inaccurate information or assumptions. What I want you to remember here is that a rocky start to a new homeschool year does not mean homeschooling is a failure, nor does it mean that you are a failure or your children are failing. That's good news, wouldn't you say? Here are some tips to help you get back on track when things go awry so that you don't get stuck in the muck or worry, get stuck in worry and self-doubt. Number one, reflect and reset. Any new year or new season is a really good time for us to reflect. I want to encourage you to be sure that you're saving some of your energy and time to observe how everything is going. That's part of our job. But also be sure to give your your give the newness some time to settle in. Not just days. I'm not talking just days, but a few weeks or even a whole month. Don't give up or change things too soon. Even if you're getting pushback, and be sure to just change one little thing at a time so that you can see if it helps. But above all, Set aside some time to reflect and reset. Number two, establish clear rhythms and routines. Whenever we begin a new year or even a new season, it's so important for us to establish clear routines that everyone is aware of. This is why I often say to homeschoolers, create your your daily rhythm and hang it up on the wall. Make a chart, hang it on the wall. I know at the start of a homeschool year, we don't always know what the rhythm or routines are going to be. So it does take a little bit of experimenting and tweaking, but just give it your best guess. In my case, I had a really hard time envisioning how our days would play out. Perhaps this is you as well. I would wonder, did we have too many activities going on or not enough? Would we feel tired after an outing or energized? Any of this sound familiar? That's where the reflecting I was talking about comes in. But also, be sure that your kids know ahead of time what the general rhythm will be. This is 
often referred to as giving them a preview of their day or their week ahead. Not all the details. We don't need to give them a ton of details, but just give them a little taste of what to expect. It can help them feel more comfortable and prepared. Number three is stay out of the trap of all or nothing. When things are clunky or not going as we hoped, we often either want to give up entirely or dig in our heels and push through. It turns out that neither of these approaches are very effective. For one, we never want to give up out of complete resignation. That's very demotivating and Our children feel discouraged when we do that as well. On the other hand, pushing through as if it's our job to make our children do the work is less than satisfying as well. And the truth is this usually adds to the problem rather than solving it. It can actually create power struggles between us and our children. So when things don't get off, to as good a start as you would like, remember to be okay with the gray areas. This is not all black and white. Sometimes it's not even clear what to do and we have to wait. Try a few things and then try again. Change a few things and then try again. Wait for the muddy waters to clear. The problem with all or nothing thinking is that it over-focuses on mistakes and flaws while discounting strengths, accomplishments, and effort. So this isn't about either choosing to give up entirely or choosing to push through. So often I get that question from homeschooling parents, should I let this go entirely or should I try to push through? And the truth is that it's somewhere in between. Here's what I want to leave you with today. Even if the start of your homeschool year has been less than perfect, remember to focus on what has gone well, embrace rhythm as a way to guide you and help your days flow more smoothly, and most of all, stay out of the trap of all or nothing thinking. You are not alone, my friend. Transitions are hard. And keep in mind that even when the start of your homeschool year isn't all sunshine and roses, it does not mean anything about how the rest of your year will go. I'm over here thinking about you and sending you lots of homeschool energy and encouragement. If you want even more support, check out my Inspired at Home membership community. You can find the show notes for this episode, including a link to more details about Inspired at Home over at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 101. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 